This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. This Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. This week, Joita speaks to Rod Machalko about his book, Letters with Smokey, discussing blindness and what it can reveal around the relationship between humans and animals. That's The Pulse this Saturday and Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on AMI-audio and available on your favorite podcast platform and over on YouTube. Kelly McDonald here with Ramya Muthan. And it's time for our bi-weekly entertainment update. Let's see what's in store with Corinne Van Dusen. Hi, I'm Corinne Van Dusen. Join me as we dive into the latest entertainment stories from music, television, and movies here with Kelly and Ramya. Corinne, as usual, we don't know what we do without you because you keep us posted on all the juicy entertainment with the celebs and the influencers and everything else that's going on. Shall we start with the uh, Canada Walk of Fame? Because there were a couple inductees that we want to talk about, and there was more than a couple inductees altogether. So a punk icon, political satirist, and a uh, hockey star were some of these famous Canadians to get mm-hmm. a star on the Walk of Fame. There was more than a dozen inductees. So who were some of the most notable? Yes, the pop icon, punk icon, would mm. be Avril Lavigne. Nice. Uh, so she was inducted by George Stropolopoulos. If you uh, are a Toronto radio listener, much music viewer from the past, you will recognize him as someone who uh, was very present also when Avril was coming up. So mm-hmm. him in- introducing her, presenting her, I thought was very apt. So she's, this, as we know, she's a singer-songwriter, complicated skater boy, girlfriend, a song after ending. song after song. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said it's especially meaningful to receive the honor for the route she set down in Canada before she helped usher in an era of female-driven pop punk music in the early aughts so the early 2000s so we can thank her for olivia rodrigo and and such as that which is exciting she's from uh, napanee ontario um so she started there and she sang when she was very young with shania twain so a very recognizable name Mm -hmm. uh, being one of the people there the political satirist none other than rick mercer He talked about hosting the Mercer Report at the CBC building and mentioned that he would walk along part of the Walk of Fame and say hello to certain people who had stars there. Uh, So he would be pointed out on which stars he was walking by and he would, you know, say hello. And now he's there so he can, you know, visit himself. Wow. (laughs) He could stop and and talk to himself. Hey, Rick, how's it going? And the hockey superstar is Connor McDavid. Not mm. sure if you oh. expected me to say that name. And he too was a little surprised to receive his Walk of Fame star so early in his playing career, but yes. said it was an honor to be recognized and represent Canada regardless. I would say one of the most recognizable Canadian hockey names to those even who don't who aren't huge hockey fans would most likely know who Connor McDavid is. Yeah. It's interesting because that's my thing. I don't know what the ruling is and how long or what you do, because really, if someone's making their impact earlier in life, do you wait and say, well, let's see how many years before they're deserving of it? Or are we really after just recognizing these people? And I 
I, I don't think there is that time. I think it's the best time is, hey, the, things are going great for this person and they are doing things deservably of the recognition. So very interesting that he would feel the same or kind of have the same query. Uh, who hosted this? None other than the Property Brothers, Drew and Jonathan <laughs> nice. Scott. Mm -hmm. So they're always fun to, to have on TV. Also, Juno Award-winning singer Deborah Cox was a host. Nice. Uh, not only people were recognized this year, but one iconic TV series we call Canadian was uh, recognized as well. Tell us more. Yep, the Degrassi franchise, huh. all the way back to 1979 when it was called Degrassi Street, wow. and then it became Degrassi Junior High, and then it became Degrassi High, and then it became Degrassi Next Generation. <laughs> uh, so the the entire franchise is being um, recognized as Degrassi, and a lot of people uh, reunited. There was there was stars there. You can watch actually the Walk of Fame um, broadcast airs on December sixteenth on CTV. So you'll see which alumni from all of the Degrassi shows showed up for that honor. My goodness, seventy nine. Is that mm -hmm. a thing, by the way, Corinne? Like, have they done this in the past where they recognize more than people? See, I'm not sure. I was looking into that, and mm. I really couldn't find anything. I'm not surprised. Degrassi is a Canadian institution. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think so, because so, I think they did Beachcombers, didn't they? I thought Beachcombers I got inducted, but wow, that's amazing to me when you think about it. And I always grin, Degrassi, Next Generation. Ah, oh, it's up there with Star Trek. Okay, Next Generation. <laughs> um, Corinne, we want to drift over to Merriam-Webster and Oxford University, a press release uh, that was out. Word of the year we're talking here. What, yep. uh, so, what, what are, like, I'm kind of curious, were the words of the year the same for both? They were not. Oh. So they come out at the same time. The, the both of the words appear on each other's lists. So right. at, like the Oxford's one appears on the Merriam-Webster one. Um, the Merriam-Webster one does not appear on the Oxford one. Sorry, I got that mixed up. Mm. Uh, I'll just switch that around. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so Merriam-Webster's uh, top word is authentic. And Oxford University is Riz. Now, do either oh, of you know what Riz. Riz We already means. Oh, we went over this <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Thank you. We about it a lot. Uh-huh. The, the younger uh, okay. folks. Okay, moving on then. The younger what folks in Charisma. The That's yeah. what it was. We had to get Part. the Gen Zs to yeah, clarify to sort it and sort it out. It took several breaks of the show for me to get on board. But anyway, what are your thoughts? Authentic? <laughs> I don't have anything to say about authentic. Are we using it because it's popular now? Like, is that why it's... Word of the well, year? the it, difference yeah. in choosing the words is Oxford University Press looks at all the words that were popular, uh -huh. and then they have a panel of experts at the publisher choose them, whereas Merriam-Webster looks at what was most looked up, what people were looking up the most uh, uh, okay. to see what was happening. They don't delve into the reasons why people look it up, because they, you don't look up a dictionary thing and say, I was looking it up because <laughs> of that, so... Uh, they said they chase data uh, and look at spikes and world events to correlate it. But interesting enough, this time around, there's no particular huge boost at any given time. Or in, but there was consistency to the increased interest in authentic. So like authentic cuisine, being um, authentic, authenticity. So a lot more people were looking that up. So that's why it's their word of the year. An authentic Whereas, like interest, an authentic interest in authentic. And authenticity. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a slight, you know, mental health angle as well. So that's nice. Sounds good. It covers a broad range of things. So mm -hmm. no wonder a lot of people were looking it up. Mm -hmm. uh, runner upwards. Do you have any runner idea what the runner upwards? 
Um, well, as we know, Riz was Oxford's top, and then Swifty, <laughs> which is an enthusiastic fan of Taylor Swift. Mm. Check. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was Situationship, which yes. is an informal romantic relationship. So, yeah, as they would say on Friends, they're not putting labels on anything. Mm. Um, and Prompt, which is an instruction given to an artificial intelligence program. And then Merriam-Webster, Riz, was on there too. But they also had Doppelganger, oh. which is defined as double or an alter ego or a ghostly counterpart. And they say a lot of people looked it up because Naomi Klein's latest book is called Doppelganger, A Trip uh, into the Mirror World. Right. So when a lot of uh, media uh, tends to bring things like dystopian was another one on their list because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, books, movies, TV. And uh, another one that I saw was deep fake. So (laughs) a lot of people looking up what that is. A lot of deep fakes out there to take a look at. So (laughs) is this a deep fake is probably how that word got there. Okay. So (laughs) nice. Um, Last story is about the band kiss. It's the end of the road for rock band kiss, but they are playing one final show, right? Where? Yes. So, they're going to perform their last show, the end of the road tour at Madison Square Garden in New York on Saturday. And then during the encore, they're going to introduce avatars of the current lineup performing t- uh, God Gave Rock and Roll to You Too. So they're going to introduce the new, uh, you know, ideation of Kiss as not the actual people, but avatars in their place. Wow. I kind of like that they're going to do that if they're going to go down this road. So why have they decided to end the live shows and send the avatars out? Well, Paul Stanley says the band is bigger than its members, and it's exciting to see Kiss immortalized. So that's why they're doing this, Mm. to give their big personalities even bigger personalities. Uh, Gene Simmons says the avatars mean they can be forever young and forever (laughs) iconic. So they'll take them places that they've never dreamed of before. He also made a a little joke at Stanley's expense to say that Stanley can jump higher than he's ever done before. I heard about that. Wow. Uh, So have you seen, like, have they put out any uh, teasers or leaks of what these avatars will look like or in? No, I believe the first um, time people will see them is at the concert, the encore. So stay. I'm if you're so at that curious. Madison Square Garden show, stay for the encore. Well, I wonder how many people will try to cra- grab some phone pictures or if they're going to oh, do what they can to make sure of that because that'll be absolutely wild. And, mm-hmm. hey, who wouldn't want that leak, though? Because if people are so blown away by it, then you start rolling out the tickets for the next tour of the Avatar. Clearly. And by yep. the next um, entertainment thing, we'll we'll have more details. Oh, yeah, they'll be the scheduled graphics. already and you'll have your <laughs> Because I don't know what Avatar means. Like, does is it kind of like the hologram situation that we saw with Prince and that halftime show, or is it more of a cartoon, uh, you know, theater, not theater, like movie concert, Animated like we've been doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Where you could just go to a theater and everybody watches a concert together, that kind of thing. Um, th- this is one of the bands where all the members are still alive, and then they're still sending avatars out for them. So. Would you have any other bands that you would see in this form if you're down with the Avatar idea? Yes, I am. I think it can, uh, more people can see concerts that way. And if the Avatars are done really well, like, you know, you're still going to see a pretty good concert. The sound's probably going to be like, could be better than Mm -hmm. (laughs) other things. So um, I'm thinking that, you know, Taylor Swift and Beyonce have been on tour forever, but we could keep them on tour even longer if they were Avatars and everyone in the world 
could go see well, and, and they could go the on forever like like a band mm -hmm. could keep creating music or like they do with writers if a writer passes on and somebody in the family keeps a book series going not family but somebody else picks it up <laughs> the pen and chip and continues writing a series for those who really love it you in theory you know this is what could happen for like we still play Beatles stuff the most recent Beatles release mm -hmm. yeah that's fair yeah I mean I like the idea like you say Corinne and it will get better, but it, it does potentially touch wood on money, of course, always being yeah. the magic thing. It does potentially make it a little more affordable for oh, some people if I'm you're seeing on. them, not the actual mm -hmm. band. Mm -hmm. And you can work them. You could do a lot instead of maybe two concerts. You know, when it comes to needing six, it's not as big a deal in the same place. where the, So you could technically make them a little more affordable and place them in different situations than you might now. Who knows? This more idea, smaller places. This idea of everybody watching a concert at the same time, though, like a world mm. concert, that's mm. cool. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Lots of stuff hopefully can be done with this. And then mm -hmm. we can all be Swifties and see Taylor Swift wherever. I'm so down. I'm so down for like a $50 Taylor Swift ticket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Corinne. <laughs> That's, is that the value put on poor Taylor Swift? Her avatar. Oh, yes. okay. Glad Jeez. you made that clear, Corinne. I was not waiting for you to jump in the car and come down here and after the show say, we need to discuss this silliness. Who's a real Swiftie? Not me. Yeah, I'm a Swiftie, like avatar Swiftie. Thanks, Corinne. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Thank you. Corinne Van Dusen joins us for uh, entertainment every other week. What? You're going to be the first Avatar Swifty out yeah. there rooting for, hey, we need Swifty in a, as an Avatar. Swifta. Need... Yeah. We'll, think, we'll think about how to say it properly. Anyway. Yeah. 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 We'll come on. We'll Swifta. work on that. She'll work on that during the break. You know it, folks. <laughs> Coming up next, a few days ago, an escaped kangaroo punched a police officer right in the face. Uh-uh. Not good. Mark Phoenix, he's going to join us on the bus to give us the scrappy details. What a brawl. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.